Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Emma May's a load of balls, isn't it, really? No, it's not a load of balls. It is. How tough can they be? Well, they're, they're very tough, like far tougher than probably anyone that you know. What, you reckon they could handle Millwall away? <laughs> Don't talk about Millwall away. We've been through this before. I didn't like it. Right, then, right, and I don't right. like Norwich it away now. then. Norwich away. Yeah, fucking easy. I, I've seen enough pub car park fights to see that it's all a bit of hype. You get all the bravado and then... It's not hype, Flav. They're, they're, they're very well trained. They have to know many different things. Boxing, which I know you like. They have to know boxing. They have to know uh, wrestling. There's jiu-jitsu. Ju- ju- there's various kind of... You know of... that Michael Venom page? He's on the podcast in a bit. Yeah. I could have him. Mate, you're talking about MVP. He's one of the most incredible, um, exciting, powerful... I could have him easily. Flav. Absolutely. Flav. One, two, down the pipe. Flav. Flav, behind you. There's no one behind me. You're doing that, that oh, oh, he's behind you. Oh, fucking hell. The Long Ball Street. Hello and welcome to the Long Bowl Street Podcast. I'm here with Matt. Hello, mate. And we've also got Michael Venom Page. You're a mixed martial arts star for Bellator MMA division. You're a fifth down black belt kickboxer. You, tra- uh, you started training when you were three years old. You're a multiple time world kickboxing champion. You've cleaned up the UC MMA Super Fight League and 11-0 for Bellator. You're Michael Venom Page. You support Man United and your most exciting fighter in the world. Thank you very much. Man, that's like, man, when you hear it like that, <laughs> I, was, I was getting to sit forward and getting excited. <laughs> How are you doing, Mike? Yeah, very good, very Thank good. Thank you so much for coming down. And amazing to be here. Well, very, this is so, uh, a little while ago, right, we went and did a podcast uh, in France with, with Ian Wright, and on that day we went out for dinner with all the guys from ITV Sports, so there's like um, Lee Dixon, Andy yeah. Townsend, Wrighty, mm-hmm. a few others including Glenn Hoddle. Oh, you're telling this story again. <laughs> well, so Flav, Flav is a, he's a huge Tottenham fan, uh, and basically Glenn Hollow was there and he kind of melted and I guess that this is the uh, this is the thing because I would just like to say I'm a huge fan of yours uh, you are everything that he said there I thought you played it down a little bit on the intro there. he's better than that yeah. well I didn't uh, want to blow, blow the load before we started he fight, he's like a video game player, yeah, yeah. 
So anyone that's not seen this guy fight, you need to look up Michael Venom Page, MVP, because you will not be disappointed. This is probably the most exciting and up-and-coming British sportsman that we have. Thank you very much. How, how many Weetabix do you have in the morning? Oh, man. You know, I think I, I just got Weetabix running through my, my veins. I don't even need to <laughs> pop on anymore. You're, you're pot man, pot Weetabix. <laughs> yeah. uh, the MVP thing, quickly, because we're going to talk about football, yeah, right, yeah. In, in, uh, in the first year of Big Man United fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've kind of, I've, I, I had a little a research, and obviously you understand the game, because you only worry a little bit, so you're, you're a fighter, but you worry a little bit when you do a podcast, how much do they yeah, you know, guess? Yeah, 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 but yeah. I think we're, we're, yeah, we're so right. Like how far one's working. Yeah. <laughs> Offside rule, got that yeah. done? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, but the MVP thing, that's perfect for the most valuable player. Mm-hmm. But did that, because your name's Michael Page, did you, yeah. you got to think of the V, add it in somehow, and Venom came? Yeah, weird enough, the Venom came before and never actually thought of MVP until a lot later. So, um, like, this guy's like my brother, man. Like, he's, been, he's been around, he's like, taught under my dad for years, Marvin Francis. And... Um, he was always used to call me Venom. He's like, every time I hit somebody, like the, the response that I used to get, he said it didn't match how you look. He said, you're a little skinny, gangly guy. I'm hitting guys and they're flying. Yeah. He's like, man, you got some Venom in your punches. So he was all, every time he saw me, he's like, calling me Venom, calling me Venom. And this is when I was probably about seven or eight years old. Like, you were eight like, years old. I was young, Venom. you know what I mean? <laughs> and um, obviously that, that kind of grew with me. And I, to be fair, I can't remember if it was him or somebody else that kind of was like, oh, that's Michael Venom Page, or MVP, MVP. Yeah, and yeah. He just kind of just went from there. And it just fell into place. And given there's obviously MMA is massive in America, it's yeah, yeah. worldwide now, mm-hmm. but MVP is an American term, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. So it works perfect. Yeah, it just sat, it just everything just kind of fell into place. So, so, so how do you? Because obviously, if you've got venom in your punches at seven, then you've started, <laughs> you've started young. So, so how did uh, how did it all come up, come about in terms of it's, getting it's, it's a family thing for me. Uh, my mum does it. My dad does it. Uh, my dad was my instructor. So that helps. So like the second you start walking, he's just like, okay, spin kick. Like, <laughs> like gangly legs, don't even know what you're doing. Um, but it's, it was in the family. I got a lot of siblings. We all did it. Uh, family on both uh, sides as well. Right. So it really was just a family thing. From age of five, I was doing competitions, like going driving up to Manchester, driving up to going like flying to Scotland, doing it from from a young age, just wow. in the competitive system straight away. And you saw that with the likes of uh, Ronda Rousey, whose uh, whose mum used to wake her up with armbars, exactly. as, as they used to <laughs> yeah, say. Exactly. Likes of Leota Machida as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of, uh, I guess, you, your parents have really been responsible for, for molding you. Now, obviously, there's a technique with with uh, that comes with with, with mixed martial arts, mm-hmm. but also it kind of translates, I think a lot of times into into kind of good people as well yeah, yeah. there's lots of discipline involved mm. how was uh, how was your upbringing as a young guy that could fight uh, and the fact that when normally when people got a reputation of being able to fight yeah, people yeah. want to test that don't they weirdly enough because I, I never I was never one to brag about doing it mm-hmm. um, I kind of felt like I just missed out on a load of stuff so anytime like the guys were doing anything like guys isn't like my friends are doing anything on the weekends so like, oh yeah I got to go to to travel to here travel to there so I was like missing out on stuff and I never really said why. I just like yeah, I got to go to uh, with my dad, so going yeah. off. And um, I remember when my in, the same thing happened twice. Uh, in my primary school, my head teacher found out because I had to take a little bit of time off school. So my mum had to explain exactly what was going on. And she's like, "What? He's going for a world championship? Like what the <laughs> hell? So what does he do?" When they got back, she's like, "Oh, we need to do a um, it's a presentation in assembly." I was like, "Oh, for goodness sake!" <laughs> so uh, ended up doing a presentation in assembly, and again, uh, straight after that, everyone's like, "Oh my god, I didn't know you did this, I didn't know you did that." That's why you kept going missing. No way. And um, so it was all right. Everyone kind of just more buzzed that I was doing it, and yeah. I had won some stuff. 
And the same thing again happened in secondary school. I used to play it down. Like, I didn't really tell much people. A few people knew. Um, then again, I think my head teacher, the head no head of year at the time, uh, found out, and she asked me to do a, a thing. And to be fair, for a couple of years afterwards, people would ask me, and I was like, "Nah, it was only joking. It was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> I was like, just paying it down." Yeah, it's funny though, isn't it? It's funny how you get these people at school that chat breeze and uh, yeah oh, by the way I'm having a trial this weekend for uh, Tottenham or whatever giving it the big and then you're a world champion playing <laughs> yeah. it down did, 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 you ever, did you find that, that people didn't test you because of that uh, no, or you got tested to be fair I was a, I was a, I'm a big character anyway so um, and my, especially my secondary school with loads of big characters and stuff everyone's kind of like testing each other anyway but mm. more with just like just general banter and uh, playing because I had such a confidence around me anyway mm. which is probably to do with the, the martial arts but mm just had a natural confidence it's not someone that you're going to look to challenge yeah. because of his confidence you know what I mean yeah. so I've never ever had that kind of problem yeah so yeah it's, it's always been good this is a very flippant question right but people will want to know the answers like what happens because inevitably in life yeah. people you're, you'll get into a situation on the street or whatever yeah, where yeah. someone wants to test you you're completely aware mm. of your ability and as we've seen in the, in the octagon the damage you can do you have to walk away right because nah <laughs> No. Should we move on? Yeah. <laughs> it, it just depends on the circumstance. It depends on what happens. Um, I'm in that, those kind of areas where um, walking away can say something else as well. Of course. And yeah. then it can also attract further issues and, and stuff. So, you, so a lot of times you kind of have to hold your ground. There's, there's a happy uh, balance that you have to have. And it's, it's, you, you, you kind of have to puff out your chest a little bit just to, just to show uh, that you can't be disrespected at the same time. Um, but at the same time, I am aware of what I can can do, so it's not mm. the first thing I'll go to of course, yeah. at all. But I will, I will, I will not just be like, oh yeah, okay, turn the other cheek, mm. Jesus kind of movement. No, I'm I'm gonna, I'm not gonna have any any kind of form of disrespect. But like I say, I'm not gonna go straight to like ah, like, yeah. you know, <laughs> spin kicks. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can that. <laughs> I'm gonna do that first, so yeah. But it's it's just one of those kind of it's just for me. It's more the area that areas that I've been raised in. Yeah, it's of course. Not, they're not the best of areas, and you kind of have to, you know, just hand, know, know how to handle yourself. Okay, we're gonna talk a lot more about about, about fighting and and, and through, but we've got we've got to move on to the football. Yeah. For people. You know. It's worth probably saying actually that we're going to chat about football a lot on this and we're going to do an extra time podcast where we're going to get deeper into the MMA so if you want to know more about that make sure you uh, look out for that which will be uploaded a bit oh, after yeah. this. Yeah shortly after yeah. Um, you're, you're a massive Man United fan. Oh yes. Um, Zapatan Ibrahimovic just signed which right. you, you, you should be excited about because he's an, an incredible world class footballer hopefully he's on the decline. <laughs> and obviously we've just seen a video of Pogba just smashing up some pads as well oh, yeah. so you've got two two footballers that are interested in the same thing as you and yeah, they're probably yeah. aware of you well it'd be amazing if they are to be fair like Zlatan is for me is what he's been one of my favourite strikers for a long time mm-hmm. so just just hearing just the speculation that he was going to come I was excited about and you know it Especially Man United, it kind of annoys me. It's probably reversed to Arsenal. Like they don't hear much, and then some random person may come in. Mm-hmm. We hear a lot about everyone. Like, we're going to sign Neymar. We're going to sign Messi. We're going to yeah. sign this, and it's like nothing. Yeah, happens, but yeah. when I heard Zlatan, I was just like, please <laughs> yeah. come to the team. You know what I mean? Obviously, you know we've kind of been on a decline for the like, last couple of years, um, so we needed those kind of those kind of names. But for me, Zlatan, oh, man, I'm, I'm so happy that he's there. And now Pogba, um, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of pissed that we lost him in the first place. Uh, but yeah, happy that he's come back. They're both like two um, 
massive personalities, massive names, mm-hmm. massive presences. Do you think that, because for a long time, United used to intimidate people, yes. didn't they? Yeah. And then you'd start losing a few games at yeah. home, the whole Moyes era, yeah. and, and that, it's almost like that bubble was, the star was tarnished or whatever. 100%, yeah. How important, and you'll know this obviously from fighting, is the intimidation in, in, in the world of sport and, and what will they bring in that regard? It's, uh, it's that confidence. If I, if I relate it back to like, you know, uh, combat, um, I've actually had an opponent, I'm not going to say a name, but I had an opponent actually say to me afterwards, he's like, he had this game plan set in his head. And the second you walked into the cage, he went blank. He said, your, your persona just kind of, you walked in like a giant. And he said, I just went absolutely blank. And I didn't know what the hell to do after that. And he said he couldn't think of any moves after that. It was just almost like, yeah. Just, just silly, just, just in the, shock. Yeah, just because of again, just the the confidence that I came in with, and as you say, having a manager behind. This is why, for me, I, I, I was more. I thought that Mourinho should have come straight afterwards, mm. and I said that a long time ago. And well, I, straight after Fergie, yeah, yeah. So straight after Fergie, because you need somebody of that kind of presence. Yeah, because I think that stamp before you even start naming any players already takes a takes a toll on yeah. the the opposition manager. And then their players. Do you see what I mean? And Definitely. I feel like that having that, that kind of character already is, is going to help. And bringing all these big characters, as you say, with Ibrahimovic, you also need a big name mm. to be able to manage those kind of players. Yeah. With uh, Ibrahimovic, he, he, can, he will take the mick if he, if he, if he can. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you don't have a strong presence. And he respects Mourinho. You hear him talking about it a lot. And that yeah. helps with keeping him under wraps and making sure that he does his job and he doesn't go too far off the rails. Mm. You can kind of manage that. Yeah. And the same with Pogba. And you need those kind of characters. Yeah, completely. I mean, it, it, teams did used to be beaten yeah. before they got off the bus. Going the to the thing, isn't it? And then after a few of those results, teams were turning up, weren't thinking, yeah, all you got to do is get through the first 20 minutes exactly. and they'll, they'll, the crowd will get on their backs and they'll It felt them. like teams were actually excited to play Man United mm. uh, the last couple of years. Yeah. And it was embarrassing to see, like, they were just confident, like, we can win this game. Yeah, and it, 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 like you say, it just took away from what we've been for so many years, that kind of fear factor. So, yeah. I yeah. think we're starting to get it back now. Mayweather always talks about um, getting in, in the heads and master of, of winning the fight before he even got in the ring. Yeah. And Hatton was was talking about how his mind was gone. He was yeah. so angry mm. that when he got in the ring, on the ring, he lost all, all yeah, kind of yeah, technique yeah, yeah. and yeah. game plan. Um, Ibrahimovic, he's kind of he's clearly into his martial arts, mm-hmm. and you can see the way he strikes the ball that he's applied these knowledge of that yeah, yeah, certainly yeah. kicking he scored goals where he looked like he's, he's performing a high kick or yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's quite he's got good overhead kicking him hasn't he, 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 he it was a taekwondo he used to do before and they're very athletic anyway yeah. and for someone of his size as well to be able to be doing that kind of acrobatic is, I think it's, uh, it's, it's amazing yeah. so you won't mind doing uh, holding the pads for them and having a little session oh with yeah them. definitely <laughs> give them some tips man mm, might help. got to set that <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, obviously, MMA and football become becoming closely aligned. Obviously, MMA as a sport's just rocketed, yeah, um, and, and football's always been there. And then you've got people like Ronaldo mm-hmm. posing in a ring with McGregor, yeah, 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 which yeah, is yeah. incredible. Yeah. Um, and and, and, you, and you, like I said, Ibrahimovic clearly into martial arts, and Pogba doing his pads. Mm. He looked like a machine as well. Yeah. Although pads don't punch back, as you all know. <laughs> uh, that that, that kind of that, that that fear factor is back at United mm-hmm. with you know physically yep. defenders are not going to want to go, go up against Ibrahimovic. Um, Mourinho's back. You spent money on um, Bailey at back at the back, and well, I was actually very impressed with him yeah. in that last game um, in the Community Shield. I was very impressed with him, and more because 
obviously he's very physical you can see he's very physical but it's more that he's actually very composed yeah you saw him like Vardy, having Vardy run at you is a headache you know you can see he's a massive headache yeah. and he charged him down beautiful tackle got back up he gets the ball he's, there's no panic people are running at him and he's just looking around taking his time a couple of touches pass up the line yeah. very composed and even to the fact that you've just joined the team and I saw just towards the end the hair grabbed the ball looking around and he's grabbed the hair like no no just stay calm. calm and that kind of confidence for me is again something that we need at the back uh, obviously you signed Mkhitaryan and oh, uh, yeah. Pogba um, well, you've got to win the league right? It's, for me it's just this year is just one of those it's going to be one of the most explosive uh, Premier Leagues I think just because of the, the, all the managers that we have you know, I think like it's probably seven of the best managers in the, in the world are now in the Prem as well as some of the players that are, are coming in it's it'd be funny no one would have said Leicester would have won last, last year and um, it's, it's one of those kind of leagues as much as we have the players it's about them gelling it's about them obviously using that intimidation but also scoring the goals up front and there's still a lot more to, to it mm. so as, as much as I'm now excited about the team that we have it depends on what Mourinho does to, uh, to keep them together and, and to work them we've got some amazing young, youngsters in the team as well I hope he doesn't keep them back bench too long. He does continue playing them. Doesn't have a track record of doing that though. It, and this is this is what I'm worried about. And uh, I don't want some of these guys to get stale and or, or move on to other teams because mm. um, I think we've got a good, uh, some solid, experienced players now as well as uh, some amazing youngsters. And he he can Rashford really work. Rashford for me is uh, um, him and Lingard. To be fair, yeah. even Martial is, is doing well. I think he could be doing better. But he's again. These guys are young, man. There's, there's. It's going to be dangerous. What, what about Lingard's like? Because I only just saw the Community Shield goal the other day. Yeah, right? yeah. And, and the goal that he got in the FA at Cup the end, final. Yeah, yeah. So he's like two games at Wembley. Like his last two games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two worldies for goals, really. Incredible talent. And just, it, I think that some of these youngsters just got that kind of crazy confidence. They mm-hmm. don't care. And that's where having that uh, appeal sometimes doesn't matter to some of these guys because they're just like, I'm so. It, it's more important for me to make a name for myself than the name that you are. So I, I'll run at you. I don't care. You know what I mean? I, I'm, regardless of what they see, they're just like, I'm, I'm gonna, I need to make myself yeah. a name. I need to prove myself. And if they keep that kind of fire in them, man, it's dangerous. It really is, isn't it? It's like sport is so much about that attitude. Yeah. It's those people that get that opportunity. It could be a big fight mm-hmm. or someone's, I don't know, been on the ultimate fighter or something yeah, like exactly, that. They get that yeah. big moment and how you kind of react to it. And you see it with teams that have, uh, like Wrighty actually always used to speak about teams that get promoted to the Premier League mm-hmm. and it's like some of them kind of go into it going like shit yeah. we're in yeah. the Premier League yeah, like yeah, we got to yeah. go there we got to go yeah. there yeah. and they're defeated and then some teams that go up and they're like right we're in the Prem yeah, you know yeah, let's yeah. kind of let's challenge and yeah, let's test yeah, ourselves yeah, yeah. and I guess that the um, for many years it was a case of it's Man City it's Man United it's Chelsea it's Arsenal these are the teams that are allowed to win it mm-hmm. and then so, so how do you think that now that Leicester have got up there and done that, do you think it's going to be back to business as usual with the top teams there? Or actually, are some of these other teams, the West Ham's, the Tottenham's, the Everton's, the, the Liverpool's, people that haven't had that glory for a while, now looking at it and thinking, well, if Leicester can do it, you know? And that's what I think. I think this is why it's very difficult to say, yeah, Man United, no, we definitely got it because of the players that we've got. It's, I think all these other teams, exactly what you're saying, they're looking at Leicester and like, man, we've got a team that like name for name we're on that same kind of level mm. so we just need to go at it we need to be confident we need to West Ham I think were amazing last last season I would say Spurs I think were amazing last season just kind of kept going at half through the season I'm like okay we get it now just stop, stop <laughs> <doing it. laughs> we get it we get it but they're 
I just think that confidence is still there in this mm. season just from watching some of the friendlies and it just means a man is going to be a very difficult one to win I think whoever wins this one they're definitely going to deserve to win it's going to be a battle from start to finish yeah it's like, very what, exciting why did you put Tottenham in with West Ham and Leicester well, just, they're a, a peripheral small club no? that's ridiculous no. you're a Huddersfield I don't mean man. you can't talk what well, when, not... we were second in the league all the way to the, near to the end I'm taking exception with that sorry for we'll, have to we'll, we'll, we'll see I just remember last year when you were so all last season because we're obviously a collective of all these different um, different teams, fan channels yeah, yeah, and yeah, teams yeah. so we have Arsenal and Man United and Chelsea and Tottenham and West Ham and everyone's kind of doing all this stuff together and for a long time Flav was, was holding it down he's like no just you know I know we're kind of up there but we're just I'm not going to get carried away I'm not going to get excited and literally the minute the very minute he went we can win this <laughs> he just fate as soon as he as soon as he just kind of put his head up above the parapet went I think we can do this fate just slapped him in the face because I've been told right to succeed in sport you've got to be positive mental attitude yeah, yeah. Um, you know that you've got to believe in yourself it's not true sometimes it's true and I'm sure in your support it's true support is true Michael but it's not yeah. sometimes it comes back and bites you in the arse and you can imagine the horror show that I went through yeah, I, was, uh, I, I was laughing at a few of my Tottenham fans they did exactly the same to be fair they were kind of like talking most of the way through yeah. anyway like, yeah, 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 yeah it was horrible yeah, it's a bad way to end so um, just quickly on, on Man United you've got the right manager clearly yeah. now and I just want to know from a fighter how important is it to have the right people around you because essentially you're the one in the in the ring or the yeah, octagon yeah. cage in the um, cage is, is this important like uh, however many thousands was there at the O2 the other day when one person in there talks I hear him mm. do you see what I mean from, from well, someone that from, you know like, yeah you right? my coach is behind me mm. it doesn't matter how loud and whatever craziness is going on or what's happening at that particular time the second he speaks, I can hear every word right. loud and clear. Cuts and that's, through. That's, yeah, that's, that's due to the relationship and a bond that yeah. you build and, and that trust factor. If he asked me to do a backflip, I wouldn't question it. Mm. I would just do it. Yeah, and then see what happens afterwards. You know what I, I mean? Wouldn't. <laughs> Matt, do a backflip. <laughs> How? <laughs> but I just, because I know when you know you've got someone like that's got your back. Yeah. that much no matter what he says like he's just he, he can control me in whichever way mm. and, I, and I will just go for it and it's that important to have that kind of relationship mm. with the person then he knows how to motivate me he knows how to calm me down he knows yeah. he, he just he, anytime I'm veering off track he can just push me back on veering off track he can push, push me back on and that's the kind of thing that a manager of a, of a club can has to do on a bigger scale because you've got yeah. so many players to do that with as yeah. well as youngsters to try and motivate yeah. them to get in there's the, mm. there's there's so many different aspects to it but having that kind of clear voice him on the sidelines saying look I need this to happen especially when you're under pressure mm. a team's pushing or you're, you know, you're losing and we need to get, get back that's the kind of part. you need a, a, a manager that, that yeah. can spin it around yeah and I think it's it's just not panicking mate. you know as, as like I'm an old man now and as you do start to kind of get through life you start to realise how managing your mind mm -hmm. is really important 100%. thing and especially starting up a business like we did a few years ago all of a sudden you know one minute you think god we've made it we've won yeah, yeah, next yeah. minute you're like oh my god we're going out of business yeah, yeah, next yeah. minute again you're like oh my god we're world's yeah, hours yeah, like yeah. You, you but you've just got to not panic and yeah. kind of and stay calm and I think in football that's one of the key things and mm. you know maybe that's what Mourinho's going to bring is just that he's been there he's done that so people trust in him yeah. but I must admit if it's hard for you to hear your coach in a 
you know, when he's cage side, when you've got that big pitch, yeah, <laughs> like exactly. 60,000 people, it's going to be hard, but it's I guess that. And, and this is where, again, lining up, you know, your captain, your vice captain is, is important because I, I might just feed information to get to the person that I want yeah. versus having to shout across to that person that's on the other side of the pitch. And, yeah. Or in the, in the exchange, you know, when, I, when, I, when I'm substituting somebody on, okay, I'm giving him information, go and tell this guy, make sure he, you know what I mean? And having that trust in, even in, keeping that um, relationship amongst the players because mm. then I have to trust what you say as, you, as you're coming on and mm. not question anything mm. and just go there's, there's laws to it how did you because uh, obviously you're in a sport where although it's a team mm. you know when, when the cage door closes it's, it's ultimately you, yeah. it's down to business mm. it's you and that other guy like, did you uh, did you play or do any other sports growing up that were like team sports I, I'm a very sporty person from like from the day they do I think martial arts helped me a lot just coordination wise at a very mm. young age having to be very coordinated having to be because um, we it's point scoring that we did it's very uh, there's a lot of agility involved in it yeah it's kind of like uh, distance yeah, and quick yeah. in and it's out like, isn't it watching fencing yeah. going back it's very uh, in the moment bah, moving backward and forward so I had with other sports football I picked up very well I did cricket I did swimming I did mm. skiing I did I was skateboarding I was, I've done everything and I was very good at most of the time every time I got into something I was just very good at anything that was a um, sporting or body movement wise everyone was like bloody hell man he's dead again <laughs> you know what I mean I'm just very good at picking up when it comes to coordination and figuring out how to work something yeah um, so yeah sports wise I've, 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 anything active always been into did it you, so did you play football sorry yes yeah, yeah, yeah. what position um, were you I started up as everyone does when you're young I want to score goals forward <laughs> forward that big guy at the front that could jump um, then I was a midfielder because I just had energy for days like running up and down running yeah. up and down and uh, then I, when I played for a, a Sunday league team I was doing uh, I was defence so mm. like just bullying people at the back yeah. and then and again, I, in, in the box, I can jump really high. So in the box, I could try clearing headers and then running down and stuff. So, yeah. God, I feel sorry for that guy, that's, that striker that rates himself a bit, that's kind of comes up and gives you a little bit of one of those on the corner, yeah, trying to nudge you with the elbow or something like that. That's asking for trouble. <laughs> oh, I, I played against, you might not remember him because he played for Spurs and, and he wasn't that great, but Stuart Nevercott, who's an ex-pro, <laughs> and he's, he was kind of a very pale ginger guy, very big not great at Premier League level but he almost I looked like an, the abominable snowman didn't he yeah, kind of <laughs> yeah he was he's a weird one but he, he, he t- takes his football seriously now mm. and we played in like a Legends versus Spurs fans thing oh, and, and it was a horrendous experience it was terrifying <laughs> I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com people today hey there it's Michelle Norris I'm host of a podcast called your mama's kitchen when I travel I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home and one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain and Airbnb allows me to do that when I was in California recently I rented a house that had a great kitchen and when we were sitting around the table we're all thinking we're in someone else's house someone could be in all of our homes as well if you have a home but you're not always at home you have an Airbnb your home might be worth more than you think 
Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And studs, like you yeah, said, yeah, charity yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one thing I know, especially those kind of games, regardless charity football, people yeah. take it very yeah, seriously, yeah. and everyone turns into skulls, like and they're taking off your your ankles and legs. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Did you see the Pogs, Pogba Stormzy Adidas announcement? I've, I've seen a clip of it. I, I wanted to. Someone actually, one of my friends sent me the whole thing. I just haven't watched it. It's actually on the way on the mm, way here. Yeah. So I'm gonna sit down and watch that. But that, 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 it looked good. It's kind of a, a new a new thing in football mm. uh, that kind of announcement football's really uh, promotion has become some, uh, such yeah, an important thing right. and promotion fighting has always been yeah. a, a massively important thing and um, you mentioned the O2 and t- I think it was 20,000 people there or approximately it, well, I'm not sure there was lots there was lots, <laughs> lots of people there um, the big thing for Bellator came to, to the UK uh, your first time fighting in the UK as well mm. Um, and you was fighting a guy called Cyborg, mm-hmm. who again, someone I was again. I'm not massively. I'm not. I have great knowledge of MMA, yeah, but yeah. That, I've heard Joe Rogan talking about yeah, Cyborg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Might be the, the female Cyborg. Yeah, really? Two, is there another yeah, one? They weren't together, weren't they? They're not. Yeah, not anymore. Um, what in a relationship? Yeah, they were married. They were married. Mm. And I think that's where they both got the name. Mm. Oh, but, um, that's cool. Yeah, she's um, she's quite a formidable right. uh, fighter. She's um, very brutal, isn't she? Yeah. Really. Uh, uh, so, so you was facing up against the, the male version mm-hmm. of or the male <laughs> cyborg, <laughs> and I, I looked at you. <laughs> yeah, geez, that would be bad, isn't it? Um, and you, uh, people know about the fight. It went viral, mm. uh, and, and and going back to the promotion thing, you was it was very cute what you did not the knee to the head that was that was uh, brutal but I mean I can't even look at it All right, and I had to when I was searching through and finding more information mm-hmm. at you and that clip comes up over and over again and it's just like I didn't even see the connection the knee yeah. for the first instance and it was like oh god is he alright that guy and then yeah, he wasn't all right, was he? No, he was bad, in a bad, bad way. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and, and you celebrated, mm. without knowing the full extent of his injury, mm. um, by doing Pokemon, because Pokemon Go yeah, was yeah. good. And, and that is, is genius, right? Because not only did the finish go viral, mm. you, it, it added to it mm. by being aware of culturally what was going on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you like Pokemon, I guess. Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Are there any Pokemon in here? Ruining really, really my life. This is why I have to give my phone out. Like, oh. Otherwise, would you be asking yeah. me questions? I'm like, one second, one second. Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a, is there um, a Pokemon that's got a name similar to Cyborg? Is that why? Actually, no. No, no. no but um, it just, it sounds, like you say, it just it does sound like uh, uh, that could be a Pokemon as yeah. well. Um, is that something that was in your head before because you knew it was on telly it was on channel 5 100% you had it planned yeah I had it, had it planned um, it's, yeah, it's props well of course yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is a good one 
Pokemon yeah. hat. I've got an idea. He does fight like a Jedi flower, but he can't just magic up a Pokemon ball. That was a stupid Not even MVP <laughs> can do that. Stupid question, I'm sorry. Can, but can, can you do that? I don't know. I'm going to try now. <laughs> yeah, but you, so, so you, you come up with this idea. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it came, my, my brother, I've uh, got, got loads of siblings, they all came down from America uh, to... Um, you know, to come and watch the watch the fight and support, but we're all like we were jokers, like we were talking about this. What, what if you did this? And I've, I've been, I'm now known for doing that kind of stuff anyway. So um, I actually, last my last fight, I did the thing that was going around called the Running Man Challenge, and everyone was doing yeah. that. Um, and it's it's, it's Sorry, like okay, what was that always, for people that don't know? Uh, it's just a dance move that kind of went went viral. Yeah. Two kids started it in their classroom, and um, and then a load of the basketball players started doing it, and yeah. it just blew up from that. Um, so what was you doing? So straight after my my last fight, I had done exactly the same thing. Mm. And it's funny, we, straight after that fight, we was uh, you know calm down. Just, we was just in a restaurant eating, <coughs> and uh, the on ESPN, they were showing the Running Man Challenge. They were showing all these basketballs doing there, and we were just sitting there like, oh, that's that's the dance, that's the dance. And my brother-in-law was like, imagine if they show you your, your <laughs> clip, and like two seconds later, cool. it just came up. I was like, that's amazing because you're you're still at this stage, obviously. By saying that, some people would expect to see it. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that you were surprised shows something about how humble you are mm. currently. Um, currently, what are you trying to say? Well, that? It sounds like, like you don't think he's going to be a, naturally should be humble, but <laughs> I'm gonna, five, I'm gonna five glide, years. I'm gonna glide in here next time. Yeah, you, walk <laughs> into, <laughs> you walk into the ring with such confidence mm-hmm. that humble doesn't even come into it. Yeah, I yeah. know you bow when you come mm. in, and, and that's a part of your upbringing and, and, and training. But how, humble isn't something that you need in, in the ring, I'd imagine. Yeah, that is, yeah. I, you know, it's weird because I was saying that to one of my, um, a guy that I used to, uh, well, I still train with one of my training partners and he was saying like sometimes he gets in there, he gets nervous and stuff or he's, he'll be still try to be respectful like in, during the fight. So he'd hit someone and be like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's like, that's not the time you need to yeah. apologize. And it's weird because I used to do that with, with my brother because again, we had loads of siblings that uh, we all spar together and stuff. And my dad was like, you're not brothers when you're fighting. And we used to fight on the mat. So he's like, when you're on the mat, you're not brothers. You like, kick bells out of each other. So afterwards, then make sure he's all right. And if I, do, if I don't see you making sure that he's all right or this, that, then then I'm going to have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. But on the mat, get it done. Mm-hmm. Get your job done first. And then, So I, I've always said, if I could do that to my brother, and we've fought in competitions before. We actually, actually fought my brother um, in Spain at a world championships before uh, in a final. And and I, I beat him just... But he's a younger brother but he's like 6'5 massive guy um, it's kind of the older brother thing like it was a little <laughs> bit too much respect uh, with him but um, we fought in Spain and if I always said if I can fight him you know and my brother and not like going with that like mm-hmm. really, must really the respect just there and then show respect afterwards but I can go in there and do that to my brother I can do it to absolutely anybody yeah mm. So I just want to ask, like, about the cyborg fight. Um, you obviously was aware that you landed that knee, and it must you must have felt the impact on your head, or is, it, is that something you're not aware of as it's happening? Weird enough, I, I heard uh, the pop, and I assumed it was his nose. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, and it's weird because I, I say that like, for me, it's like I've seen guys like break their nose and stuff in training, like 
from accident sometimes just clash of heads and just mm. little things so you mean you've broke lots of noses <laughs> <in the train>. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I've seen how easy it is to, to fix and stuff so it didn't kind of concern me at the time and because he turned over and he's always like holding his face I was like that in my head like that's what it was broken nose. like broken nose carry on doing what I'm doing and I didn't see him leave the cage so I never saw anything wrong I didn't see any pictures or anything until the next night until the next, uh, next day yeah. where someone sent me a picture and I was like oh yeah. I didn't really I've, to be fair I've never seen an injury like that before there's never been one like I, that really has there not, not that I've seen anyway no. not that I've seen but I, I've just in general just in combat full stop I watch a lot of different things I've just never seen an injury yeah. uh, that bad I think the, the worst thing I've seen like broken legs and stuff from like clashes yeah. and stuff like you know the famous one from Anderson Silva yeah Things like there that. was a bad one in the Olympics. Did you see that? Yes, yeah, I saw the clip. Oh, gosh, that was like, there is something about a severely broken leg that captures the public imagination, doesn't it? It happened to a basketball player as well from just like a, a jump shot and he just oh, landed. Oh, really? Well, yeah, really just innocuous, just landed. Yeah, it was, it, nothing, it was nothing like... It, was, it didn't seem like... It was a weird one. It's the same as like John John's toe breaking. Right. Yeah, nothing was really going on. Like It just seemed to happen for whatever reason. And... Um, yeah, but when this injury obviously was is is a bad one. So, so what? How does it affect you knowing that you've done that? No, it's it's like even my coach says it's like if we had to redo everything again, I wouldn't not tell you to throw the knee. Of course, this is what we train for. Yeah. Um, if I could change anything, he wouldn't be that badly injured. He would have just you know got knocked out, and you know what I mean, or just waved. <laughs> okay, I'm finished. Mm. Um, but it is part of the sport that we do I just for me I've just never seen an injury that way the first time I saw it um, my brother was reading it out and he to be fair he scared me because he was like oh fatal injury in MMA and I was like oh my god yeah. and then he read it properly and I was like moron <laughs> what are you doing man oh mate and um, obviously yeah, we tried to get in contact with him and stuff um, while he's in the hospital he he he's a tough guy yeah. very tough he's saying he wants to fight again yeah well he's still saying that one because he checked himself out of the hospital um, against uh, doctor's advice I think he flew back against doctor's advice really? he should never fly and I understand why he wanted to get his operation done in America because I think their aftercare is better mm. than ours over here but it's for me it's just like still, that's too dangerous yeah. man you can make things worse mm. but he managed to get back okay Obviously, I had the operation, and like you say, he's talking about coming back and stuff, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny, because on that, uh, a good mate of mine, uh, Junior, um, said, because he actually put me on to you, did Junior, mm. right, um, a few years ago, and I think he was, because you're from a similar area, okay. he was like, he was obviously very proud, yeah. um, and he was saying, because we, we've, we've been watching MMA for, for years, and we often go around to his and play the UFC yeah, game yeah, and that, yeah. and he was, he was, claiming somehow that your legs are like his right he says he's like like John Jones legs he's got these skinny legs and he's like I see I think the way he put it was like I've seen some guys with some big legs but they ain't fracturing man's skulls that's what he said <laughs> but that was a it's technique isn't it it is technique yeah, and you were talking about this uh, on interview weren't you on the lead up to the fight that this is how you saw the fight going that this would yeah. be the move that would no, 100% uh, like it's and again, I give all credit to my coach for this one because he's the person... I don't tend to watch my opponent's mm. uh, fights because, again, it's the trust factor that I have in my, in my coaches. He literally... Descri- his dis- dis- description is so accurate. On every- He watches every fight, every, every interview they've done. He'll be, he'll be studying movements. And he'll say to me, okay, they like to do this, they like to do that. 
And uh, what again? I just, I just, I love the way his mind thinks because he's always, he's always like, I don't pay attention to mistakes that they make because mistakes they can be corrected, but I always pay attention to what they do well because right. I know they'll always resort Tendences, back to that. Uh, yeah, They're yeah. always going to resort back to it. So if I have a counter for something that they do well, then they have no other answers. They usually, even if they're getting hit and it's not working, they go back to what they do well because what they, what they train. Yeah. But a mistake, a coach can just go, okay, your hands here, you should be here, and it can be, it can be doctored very easily. Yeah. And um, I love that the way he thinks, you know yeah. what I mean. And uh, he, he's seen him put his head down and overhand, and he's not seen people knock people down doing exactly the uh, same thing. He said, "I've seen this move loads of times. You put pressure on him, he's gonna come down, try and hit yeah. the overhand." So I swear to you, every single spar I had leading up to um, this fight, he said, "I need to see a jump knee from you. Set it up, put pressure. When they come, land a jump knee." And he'll make it be on some of the most awkward people and some people that don't even dip their head. He said, I want you to land a jump knee. Mm. If you don't, we're going again. And every single spa, and we were drilling it for, 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 for ages. That was the game plan. We had uh, two other moves. One I actually tried to do, or two, in fact, both of them actually tried to do and just got the timing wrong of it. The first jump knee, which is going towards him. Yeah. And I just misjudged the timing. Uh, and then um, the, I did like a double back kick, which just missed his head as well. And uh, there, was a, uh, there was three moves that he already had in that program that we were drilling all the time. So I knew one of those things was going to connect. Right. You know what I mean? And it's just, again, his game plan and the way he describes his, how he studies opponents. I just leave it to him. And then he's just like, yep, I'm doing this. And I'm like, yep, cool. What's his name? Uh, Alexis Dimitriadis. Lennox Lewis said uh, that your future is so bright you need to wear sunglasses. <laughs> What's it like to hear that from a legend of combat sport? Nah. Like Lennox Lewis. Yeah, no, seriously. He he just the whole, when I first even heard about um, uh, him just talking about me, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> I showed my mum as well. I was like, wow, look, he's talking about me. So and then um, I met him. We was like, we was talking about this before like our like pre press conference uh, thing that we did. And I was got like talking, really nice guy, massive though. Like yeah. shook this guy's hand, I nearly lost my arm. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> I was like, this guy is absolutely huge. But again, just uh, really, really nice, really respectful. And then uh, obviously I spoke to him a few times, a few more times. But then after the fight, he was just going nuts. Yeah, he even jumped in on my interview. And like, <laughs> nah, like it, was, it was wicked. I met here like his son and his his wife, and it, it was just like, like you say, he's a legend, man. Like mm-hmm. hearing having that kind of support. And even like Royce Gracie, again, another person that kind of, he was UFC one, you know what I mean? And he kind of transformed the sport and he's massive support. Man. Dude, massive. But, but that is incredible. But obviously the added pressure. Now Lewis is saying that you've got this viral mm-hmm. video. Mm-hmm. Uh, I suppose martial arts is perfectly, it places you mentally perfectly to deal with that kind of outside pressure of, of doing well, essentially. A hundred percent. Just from, for years, I think just because I've competed for so many years and it's not, uh, it's, it's not I've competed for years successfully I've mm. competed for years and was getting my ass handed to me uh, in those early stages like because I was tall for my age as well and a lot of the kids sections and they do it they do a lot on height mm. so uh, although I'm roughly their height they're like four years older than me or three right. years older so just the, the, the body mechanics and the way, the way their development is, is obviously four years ahead of mine mm. yeah so I was, yeah, I always used to get beaten up all the time, and um, having to you learn come, from that. Stuff, you learn from it all the time. I was coming back on a on, on a minibus like after driving three hours to Manchester, coming back on a minibus, and like all my all you're hearing is clink 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 because all the medals that were going around me, and I didn't have my medal in my in, in my hand, and then having to do that again the following week and go and just get, like stuck at it, 
and you get used to crowds of people you get used to that kind of pressure and every fight from the beginning from my first fight right the way through you can say something that adds pressure to it and but I just enjoy it Mm. I think the enjoyment factor way outweighs any kind of pressure Mm. I always feel nervous 100% always feel nervous but I I do genuinely enjoy what I do otherwise I wouldn't do it it's funny when you hear like some footballers that they said don't enjoy it but it's essentially the money Um, Mm. so it's kind of good to to hear that but who were your heroes when you were uh, when you were growing up from a football point of view and then I guess from from a fighting point of view as well yeah, from a fighting point of view, is a lot of the guys that was kind of in my sport at the time because obviously I was spending so much time just like on the side watching them. Uh, my dad being probably the first one because I, I, after you know a day of getting my ass handed to me, I had to wait around to watch all the adults fighting. Yeah. And my dad was fighting at the time. So was your dad good as well? Yeah, well, he's, he was known more for his kicks, and kicks yeah. are always more impressive. Yeah. And um, so he would just, I would just imagine sitting there, it's your dad and the crowd's going nuts for him. <laughs> and I watched a, a clip on him uh, not too long ago, someone like, uh, put it out online. And he was like, sh- like dancing to the crowd and stuff. And I was like, okay, see? <laughs> That's where it comes from. That's where I get it from. So, um, Do you think you would have been interested in MMA if, he, if it was around during his time? I don't. I don't know I, I, I don't think so I think he did full contact for a little bit and then kind of just fell back in love with the, the freestyle kickboxing that mm. we did and even when I told him I was going over I, again he's like I know your skill level and I know you can just as a dad I'm scared yeah. I don't uh, like not. I'll, need, I'll never tell you not to do it because yeah. I know you can as a coach if I'm just thinking as a coach you're, you're very skillful you just need to find the right team to, to move forward with yeah. mm. And again, he met my he met my you know my present coach now, and he was like, I have nothing nothing to say. I had a good conversation with him. I had nothing else to say, man. Like that's good. Yeah, it was straight away. He was just like, I can see, mm. he knows what he's talking about, and and that was it. Do you have children? No, no, not at the moment, not at the moment. Okay. So I'm just about to have a. Uh, well, I found out. Did I tell you? I'm gonna have a girl, basically. Oh, oh wow! I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So we oh, well just found that out. But for a while, I was saying, you know, you kind of talk to your missus about what you what they're gonna do, yeah, what they're gonna yeah, be yeah, good yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, she used to be a dancer, right? So okay. she she used to dance on Broadway. Mm. She did a lot of ballet. Oh, She's excited about that. I'm saying, look at Rhonda, look at Misha, <laughs> look at these girls. Let's get her in the cage. <laughs> um, she, she's not having it. No mamas is. She's not taking that well. <laughs> but but I could imagine it's very difficult for a um, yeah for a parent. Yeah, you know, yeah. Now I'm actually starting to get into this and actually thinking about someone other than mm. myself. Mm. You know, for the first time really in my life, you you know you're just thinking. No, what it's, if it's, it's even if anything very though. difficult. Obviously, it's even it's tenfold when it's your child. I, I'm I'm sure. But even on that, uh, my last fight. Uh, I had three of my um, teammates fighting before me mm. and I was dying inside man I was on the side like come on this is happening I was like shouting and I was like I don't, I don't usually feel like, I don't feel like that for myself so yeah. I felt it was so much it was way more stress watching an opponent like uh, a teammate or someone that you know or care about If it was, even when my brother's fighting sometimes I'm like I could feel it there yeah. than myself is that, is that perhaps why you moved towards individual support sports so is it true that you played the QPR it? Uh, no, I did. I had QPR trials and I had Fulham trials. Um, played for Epsom uh, Eagles. Played for. But essentially, in in football and team sport, you're relying on on other people, and you, they've got to be reliant on you. Whereas, 
in the ring or the cage do you really enough no that's not actually why like, I think it's simply because I that's the only one I actually stuck at it's like jack of all trades like, mm. I remember I being like again good at um, basketball and someone saying oh, we, they're going to do trials here they want me to come over didn't do it I was like I kind of fell out of love with it I was playing cricket in Lords. were you um, bat or bowl I'm more of a man and I was a spin bowler ah a spin yeah yeah spin God, do you think with your height I know like it, it's weird I, I met I, I was always trying to go with, with my power and like, not like but this guy I met him he said try this and I started doing it a couple of times I wasn't it wasn't like he said stick at it for a little while mm-hmm. And just go, just catching a lot of people out with it after a while. And I started loving that. They're just the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, just like playing with or people. Or like, like, like back or in. off spin. Or off spin. Off spin. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But that's about technique again, isn't it? Exactly. And, and if, if to look at you, I mean, this, please don't take this as an insult in any way. Well, um, but you <laughs> no, no, but he could kill us all. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Quite very quickly. <laughs> You're skating on thin ice today, sailing close to the wind. Well, yeah, don't put it up too much. The, uh, the we got um, you, you, you fight well away, mm-hmm. and naturally you you don't look like you, you're so tall, six mm. foot three. Mm-hmm. Um, so you are not going to be as muscly or, 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 or thick as yeah, some of yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're knocking people out for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of it has to be about technique. Uh-huh. People have. It's it, like exactly as you say. It's it's skill, it's timing, it's precision, and I feel a lot of people the, the a lot of thing people the aspect for, that they focus on is that power, grounding yourself, you know, swinging, um, being tough, tough enough to to, to take hits. Um, for me, from the start from the start of this uh, right up to my journey now, I've never accepted being hit. Mm. I don't. I don't enjoy getting hit. I'm sure no one does. But you don't look people, like you've been hit much. <laughs> yeah, but some people kind of like it, it, it's like a, I'm proving toughness. I can take a shot. Yeah, I know I can take a shot because I've again I, I've been bullied like in in terms of like lost fights and lost this and that and I have got hit big shots. But it's not something it's something I learn from. I don't accept it. Yeah, it's, it should be secondary to me. Like again, this is why you got the Mayweathers that are, are, are slick. They can go through a whole boxing career and come out fine at the, yeah. at the other end and then there's guys that just can't yeah they've really relied on that chin and just yeah. kind of too happy to walk through exactly, punches exactly and take damage so um, I, I, I'm, my, one of my favourite my two favourite fighters uh, I think in, in, in boxing to free actually Emmanuel Augustus um, Mayweather yeah. and Pernell Wicket oh but, my that's my guy they never got Sweetie. hit why yeah. should I why, why 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 do I have to prove that I can take a shot I'm good enough to not like, do you, exactly. do you, have you ever seen the Pernell Wicket fight where he wins a round without throwing a punch yes yeah what yeah. Yeah. he, he, he won a round 10-9 uh, from just pressure yeah and just snipping snipping really it's on YouTube it's incredible he, he's uh, he's uh, for me yeah, one of the guys I used to love watching him like, yeah, some yeah. of the shots he used to do like his movement he's amazing yeah I loved it and exactly it. that it's just it's the skillful aspect of it I love that and I'm sorry to lower the tone but it reminds me of a game of FIFA I once had against Stu right? <laughs> who's my business partner where he had had no shots right the entire game no shots and then I brought him down for a, uh, a penalty yeah. and as we were um, this is in the lab battered him this is right in the last minute I brought him down for a penalty and in the the melee of me going no that's bullshit and so and so he pulled out the pad and we're sitting there putting the pad in and the computer automatically took the penalty and scored and he beat me and it's a little bit like that in a way I'll never forget that I had like 12 shots to, to nil and then that's what happened but um, really, yeah, you won a round by doing yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah. an amazing thing. It's Very just cool. the skill in not being hit. Mm. And, you know, it's the art of pugilism, but not always. 
Who were your football heroes then when you were kind of growing up and having trials at QPR? Who were you thinking, right, I want to be that guy? Weird, like, weird enough, it was more... Eric Cantona initially it's only because we, all of the kids at, this, at one phase went through that like, yeah. had to, had to buy, uh, I had to buy my night shirt just to get with the collar yeah. just to do it at school yeah. and we literally <laughs> we spent hours going or oh, what boom yeah. probably miss it but it didn't matter you know what I mean and um, so like guys like him uh, initially I've always been a massive fan of like Paul Scholes I just think I just really liked him and then Ronaldinho because yeah. just because of who he is man mm. and who he still is even though he's not in yeah. any major leagues he just has I just, he just is for me the person that is always having fun. He's always got a smile on his face, and he just makes the game look so easy. Yeah, um, it really does. And yeah, I just people like for people like him uh, initially because I, I kind of started watching the football late. Mm. Um, although I was still playing all the sports and playing football, I kind of got into it late. Yeah. Uh, a lot of all my friends were already into it from young, and but yeah, I've never really been like into it it's more the games that got me into it as well actually right yeah on Pro Evo the, the little memory cards everyone's walking around he's like you got your team yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do uh, it yeah. let's do it <laughs> I remember that <laughs> um, do you know what we were supposed to talk more football um, but mm. I just I can't <laughs> it's interesting isn't it you just I, I wanted there was more in there about football but I thought why why I don't care. I don't like if people are into football. If they're not interested by what we talked about, then tough guy now. Yeah, I don't care anymore. Man. MVP's my favourite. He's got my back. Got my back. Right, sweet. Um, okay. Uh, all right. Look, we're going to do another podcast very shortly called Blonde Ball Street Extra Time, where we're going to go into a, a, a lot more depth in terms of the MMA side mm-hmm. of stuff. Uh, and if people are interested in that, even if they're not, if you've listened to that and you don't want to listen to the next podcast, then we're talking a bit about Conor McGregor. Uh, maybe looking at his next fight mm-hmm. and uh, yeah just a little bit more of this but um, check it out we'll yeah. Yeah. thanks for downloading and um, remember to rate us and leave a review on iTunes follow us at Long Ball Street and uh, obviously check out and what's your how do people find you on social media and that then? Uh, Instagram Michael Venom page and then Twitter and I think everything else uh, Michael page 247 and uh, that's it I think um, yeah, everything else I'm on Snapchat I'm we'll, on we'll put links to all of your social media in yeah, the, yeah, in the description alright thank you cheers Michael that's all man Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.